Hey, welcome to the Can of Queens. Why don't you settle in, fire up, and let's talk about it. Stoner problems. Do you know what this bag was reserved for? Do you know what these peanuts were were reserved for? Um, let me guess. Um, pad thai. Very close. Uh, a PCOS <laughs> friendly ginger coconut noodles. Okay. Mm. These are meant to sprinkle <laughs> on top of the goddamn noodles. And what's happening? You know how many times I've bought trail mix ingredients and never made the trail mix because I've eaten all the ingredients? What are we doing? <laughs> what's fucking happening? <laughs> Hashtag stoner problems. <laughs> Hashtag thanks, Skeevy Steve. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Good morning. Morning? Morning. Yes, it's morning. <laughs> and it's uh, Typically, it is- this isn't... Yeah, typically, you know how we do. Uh, it's a Friday night affair. But... Today yes. we're recording because um, you're getting a double whammy this week. We're getting double double whammies in this week, so we have Liz- to record back to back. Yeah, we cannot. Uh, we cannot record two episodes on a Friday night. Are you kidding me? No. No. <laughs> no. No. Like, not at all. Usually, when we finish recording, it's like eight or nine o'clock for Ari and like <laughs> uh like eleven exactly. or twelve for me or what yeah. have you. And, and like yeah. it's well no. it's usually eleven mm. usually when we're yeah. done. Yeah. It's usually around seven um, thirty ish eight. Yeah. So like I'm my body wakes me up well really by seven but usually by six uh i can't be staying up till one o'clock in the morning recording a podcast (laughs) even though i would like to you won't be able to function you yeah you won't be able to function it's not gonna work then i mean for me it's not so bad because i don't go to bed till well, truly, I don't go to bed till like ten, which I have to stop. There, there has to be some some pull here. I'm gonna have to start going to bed by literally eight forty-five. I don't think that I'm getting the amount of rest. <laughs> My bed keeps getting earlier and earlier. I'll be up watching crit. Listen, I'm a night owl, guys. I'm a night owl. I like being up at night. I like being awake at night. I am not a morning person. I do not like to be up in the morning, in the wee hours of the morning. So this is difficult for someone that still has a job job. This is a difficult conundrum. Yeah. I was so, also... Uh, here we are. I was also a night owl until I had kids, and I have no choice now. Person. I actually well, really enjoy the like peace in the morning. That could change for me. 
And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm fine with it. If I have a reason to be up in the morning, okay, fine. But if it's if it's not a good reason, then I don't want to, no, then I don't want to, my job's not a good reason. <laughs> no. <laughs> my kids would be a good reason. My job's not a good reason. Travel, good reason. That's a good reason. Uh, but yeah, no. So here we are, Saturday morning. It's 10, 11. It's 11 here for me. Again, we, yeah. So we're, yeah, technical difficulty. Yeah. We're back. Hello again. Yeah, again. sorry. We're back. Again. We're back. Uh, good morning. So we and got some business to discuss, friend. We do indeed. We do. Where do we want to start? <laughs> we should probably start with the obvious. Uh, I see uh, that Mrs. Bones Lion is out. And yes, the Queen Mother, Elizabeth Bones Lion. This is, oh, this is delicious. You guys are going to love this. I pulled out the big gun because it's my husband is home and he can help me care for the children. Oh, my God. Um, I am having G Leaf um, Animal Mints 3 flour. Mm. It is mm, almost 20%. It's 19.8%. Mm. It is a hybrid. And then on top of this beautiful Animal Mints hybrid, I put a nice little devil do ya on there. Mm. Yeah, a devil do. Um, It'll do you all that right. was my wonderful blackberry pie mm-hmm. that I've thrown the packaging away for because I thought it was gone. And then I looked and I was like, well, I can, scra- I can scrape a little dab out of there. Oh, my God. So that's what I did. Uh, I had a dab on top of my flower, and happy Saturday. Oh, my. What you puffing oh on? Uh, went to the dispensary this week, guys. Uh, I was out of town last week. That You may have noticed there was no episode last week. I was yeah, not Yeah, because she was here, honey. I was in Virginia shortly. Uh, she was drove um, on up. <clears throat> She took the inaugural puff of Miss Elizabeth Bones Lion. Yes. Yes. And I'm telling you, uh, them chicks at Canon Style know what they're doing. That's a pretty damn good She bomb. is so sweet, isn't she? Well, I had puffed on Miss Miss Bones Lion prior. But, um, so, ooh, Ari and I learned a new trick, you guys. We have to talk about this. We do have to talk about it. Uh, so... I read <laughs> somewhere. Read. I was thinking, I was like, there has to be a way to flavor the bong water. So you can like add a flavor to your flower. Hold on, I gotta clear this. <laughs> um, and so I started researching how if you can flavor your bong water mm-hmm. and like what to flavor it with. Okay. And I saw one of the, oh, sorry, my ADHD slash stoner just kicked in. It's a beautiful, like yellow butterfly flying around my deck. It's like chartreuse. Oh my God. <laughs> Squirrel. Um, <laughs> So one of the suggestions was a drop of peppermint oil. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, 
Elizabeth Bones yeah. Lion is a very tiny bong. Mm-hmm. She's not big. Right. And I accidentally put three drops in. <laughs> oh. We're burning our lungs, two. people. Yeah, I meant to do two. And like, before I could flip it back upright, there was a third drop in there. And oh my. You want to talk about spicy, minty? It was like, it was okay on Uh its own. Like when I was just like testing it before we lit the flower, it was delicious. Right. It was so refreshing. And then when you lit the flower and added the smoke to the peppermint, you want to talk about, oh my God. (laughs) Listen to me. You get the right strain. do that. You get the right strain that has uh, the properties for opening the airways, and you put some. And it listen, you do that with some peppermint oil in it, you'll be breathing in no time. So we were smoking Chiquita cake, right? And Chiquita cake has caffeine in it, right? It was so good. It really was good. And it like good. it's a lower percentage. It's fourteen point nine. Um, mm-hmm. So like 15. So that's, it's a good daytime weed for sure. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh, um, mm-hmm. It does make you, it is a little bit, I think it might be more. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Somebody just texted me the toker poker and I'm like, girl, you know, I already got that toker poker. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> that's a poker poker. Um, what was I even saying? I'm so distracted. I'm, I'm really high. Um, <laughs> Oh, I don't even remember what you just said. Anyway. It's a oh. Co- oh, I think it leans a little bit more. It's a little bit more indica heavy um, mm-hmm. because we did get a little bit sleepy, I think. But like, eh. but it yeah. wasn't bad. It was no. like, we could have gotten up and fine. done whatever we needed to do. But I really would have much rather have like just melted into the couch. So like, it was like that. Like, I wasn't sleepy. I just wanted to be lazy. Right, right. You know, know, Um, lazy, not sleepy. Tonight, though, is a hybrid. So I went to the dispensary when I got back into town. I went this week and I picked up quite a few things. Um, Oh, I'm not smoking that. (laughs) Because that'll that'll knock me down. Oh, come Uh, on. No, I can't smoke (laughs) that. That that shit almost put me out. Um. Tonight, I'm tonight, this morning. <laughs> this I'm, morning. I'm, because again, it's 11 o'clock, and I was smoking this earlier, so it was 10 we'll just o'clock say when I was smoking this. Today. Uh, today. <laughs> uh, this is Hella Dank. Um, the brand called, the brand is called Hella Dank. Is, this is, it's very much so. Um, living strain, soil and solventless. <gasps> mm-hmm. <sighs> The strain is Magoo's fruit, and the hash that it's infused with is Wookie Cookie. (laughs) It's very yummy. I'm just picturing like a warm embrace between Mr. Magoo and Chewbacca. Goodbye. (laughs) Is that what it is? That what it feels like? It kind of does, actually. If I had to, you know what? If I had to put a label on it, because there is no, the percentages and shit aren't on here. Like, um, I can tell you that this is, oh, this has a little CBD in it. 
Huh. Nice. It's got a little CBD in it. If I had to put, so it's 80% flour and 20% hash. Ooh. Yeah. So if I had to put like, if I'm putting a feeling to it, it kind of feels, it feels like a good 50-50 to me. Mm. I could, I can still, like after we record both episodes, after we record, I'm going to go make chili. So like, I don't, I don't feel the need to sink into the couch, but I definitely wouldn't go fucking running. It's and a really good go chili sleep. day here in RBA. It's a really yeah. good chili day. I might chili. send my hubby to the store. I know that's right. I'm making some chili mm. so that I don't have to cook so often. I want some like white chicken chili. Oh, that sounds good. Yum. My kids won't eat it, but we will. <laughs> uh, you get so mac and cheese. That's what I'm popping on. That's um, what you're popping on. It is the end of the end of september but it is september and september is a very important month get your turquoise ladies it is pcos awareness month it is indeed it is indeed this well it's teal uh, right teal yeah uh it's amazing that all of the talk around uh pcos is coming out now yeah when it is the most one of I should say because there's a, there is another one but it is one of the most common things for women to experience it's the most it's the most common thing causing infertility as well for women so it's it's literally one in ten women yes one in ten women in some 10. women do not even know that they right. have PCOS right. Because it doesn't, it's, um, so basically it's a, it's an imbalance of hormones in women of reproductive Mm. age. Yeah. And it's not always, it's not always super evident and it's not always, um, you can't always tell right away. Like sometimes there's a gradual build and then suddenly you're like, oh shit, I have a full goatee and no hair on my head. What is happening? It's like, it's like. And it's and and when I was diagnosed at sixteen, so blah 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 years ago, you can do the math. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, "Bitch, mind your business." <laughs> you can do the math. When I was sixteen, <laughs> was when I got diagnosed with C. There was nobody was talking about it. Like nobody knew. Nobody was telling me anything to do. They don't like. There was nothing that I could do and and then on top of that I wasn't still not wasn't a fan of doctors anyway so mm. I didn't really my thought was is as long as I'm as long as I feel okay and I'm not dead right. then it's fine I was 16 I actually had no interest in having any children at that time right so and, th- and I didn't have a period oh I was the best life. Right? <laughs> I mean, the best life. As I, a teenager, you're like... As a teenager, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't get No cramped. period? Great. Please. Out. I'm done. Good. Um, but, what they, but what they don't tell you is all of the other stuff that goes on with this. And so making it, we're actually making a two-parter episode about this. 
so that we can get you as much information as we can. We've done our research, and uh, you have a household resident. I have had PCOS mm. for this long, and there's shit that I just learned, like six months ago. I'm saying, if you got two people doing an episode on PCOS, there's really not two, I mean, there probably are two better people to talk about it, but uh, you have PCOS and I have studied it, so, I mean, we kind of know what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, if you get a doctor lying around or like a dietitian or or a... Yeah, most doctors don't even know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no listen you don't want to hear about my doctor the doctor that i went to she can just no the doctor is going to tell you that you need to lose weight pretty much um, but what that doctor is ignoring completely is the fact that it is damn near impossible to lose weight when you have pcos with insulin resistance it's fucking hard but i do have some stuff about that too. oh yes uh, ari has some answers there for you too i have the answers I have the answers. <laughs> we don't have all down. the answers. Not all we of have, them. We have some maybe solutions. And, you know, what works for Ari may not work for you. And it what works not. for you wouldn't work for Ari maybe. But I mean, if, especially if we've got two different types. We're going to talk about that next. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So. What is the, PCOS? It is. Um, like I said, it's for. It, it affects mainly women of reproductive age it is the most common hormonal disorder among women of reproductive age right so there's so what happens and then and i just learned this this doesn't happen for everybody this part doesn't happen for everybody so um the imbalance of hormones in women for in women of reproductive age so cysts can form along the outer edge of the ovary Mm -hmm. the string of pearls and it's uh, these are follicles that fail to regularly release eggs. Mm-hmm. So these fluid-filled, there's fluid in there. So there's fluid-filled yep. that just sit on the outer edge of the ovary. And mm-hmm. there's um, the part that I didn't know because, you know, I've been checked, obviously. I've gone and had my exams and all that jazz. I don't, every woman with PCOS does not, this is not necessarily everybody's fate. I do not have the cysts. Mm-mm. And I get cysts and don't have PCOS. Right. So don't take that as like, it's I not... don't have it because I don't have this. I don't have them. Mm-hmm. But I know another woman that does. And hers are painful. Like she, oh. it's, it's painful. Do you remember um, that time class um, when... Our classmate had a cyst rupture and it dropped her to the floor and I had to take her to the emergency room. Vaguely. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do vaguely remember that. Yeah. So it's, it's not, it's not a be all end all. Like if you don't have them, then you don't have it. No, it could, you could certainly still have it. Mm-hmm. It without happens. Having the cyst. And it happens. So. I, I wouldn't say it happens to everybody, but I'm certain it's much more prevalent than, and you may just not notice it because, you know, if you're not really paying attention. Sure. Yeah. If you don't have to pay attention, like I never would have noticed it before. No. Not at all. Why would you be looking for that? 
That was right. my thing. Like, why would you be looking for that? So you might not even know that that is going on, which is why your checkups and all that stuff is important. Because not everybody, I would imagine, I mean, I guess at some point they might, but not everybody is in pain right away. Either. Right. Like, it, it's it's a buildup. So you don't know what you don't know. So that's why your checks and stuff is important. So that's what it is. And nobody knows how you get it. Nope. There's, there's nobody has any clue whatsoever how you get it. The cause is unknown. Um, there's been talk about maybe it being hereditary, you know, yeah. where your genetics and stuff yeah. is concerned. People could are talking be. Yeah, about they that. Say that it... They say that it could be. Uh, I can tell could you be. from personal experience, nobody in my family has this. Nobody. There's no, uh, yeah, nobody has this. Now, could somebody have it and it's been hiding underneath something else? For Maybe. sure. Maybe because you'll also hear PCOS referred to as, I'm going to say this again later, but just, just so you know, this is from personal experience. Uh, it's also called the diabetes of the ovaries. Huh. And we'll get into why in a second. But I don't know that I've ever heard it referred to as that. That's yeah, so funny. I've, I've had several dietitians that I um, was reading about. They have said the same thing. And it's because of the insulin resistance part. Huh, yeah. It can cause all of these different issues with uh, regulating your blood sugar and things of that nature. Uh, they they have put that term to use. So, um but what I said that because diabetes, just plain old regular diabetes, runs in my family hard. So if someone is diabetic, the insulin resistance could be hiding underneath that. Yeah. And if it's a woman and you don't have any pain or anything and there's no cyst, but you're kind of, I mean, not to say that you're huge, but you're kind of chunky and, you know, it, it might not present that way because yeah. not everybody gets all of the symptoms. So nobody knows what causes it. In general, generally, when they're doing like a, I'll call it a preliminary diagnosis because a bunch of these, because two of these you can pick out just by mm-hmm. looking at, at someone. Yes. So you have to have at least two of these things. Irregular periods. So that's either no period or sometimes Greater than 35 days. Greater than 35 days. So your period cycles can be long, like your long period cycles, or you're just not getting any period at all. And that was me. I had no period for years. Mm, I went years without it. Like from like eight to 16, right? Or 12 to 16? No, it was uh, 10 to 16. 10 to 16. Yeah, so it started on its own when I was 10. Just randomly one day, I got my period. No cramps, no nothing, because I was a kid, and I was right. running around and active and all that, so I didn't even notice anything was happening. I wonder so, if the the timing of your period, like 10 is young. I know. I and so I wonder, like... <laughs> 
I also had boobs at 10. If these young girls with PCOS are going through puberty earlier. Maybe. Because I know quite a few people that have PCOS. And their periods came earlier than what's considered to be quote-unquote normal. Right. Huh. Interesting. Right. I'll have to look into that. Uh, yeah, I was 9 or 10. Hmm. I think I was closer to 9. Um, but yeah, that that was an interesting experience. So, irregular periods. Mm-hmm. Too much androgen. Now, yes. you'll notice this because this is the weirdest one. And not everybody gets this part. Right. So, if you can grow a goatee, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about just a couple of hairs. I am talking about... Lots. Or a full hair. mustache. Full-on mustache. If you have um, to wax. If you have to wax or shave, or I used to pillow towards back in the day, because mm-hmm. I was young. Um, yeah. It's we used to bleach term. mine. <laughs> See, and I couldn't because I'm too dark. Oh, you right. Bleach yeah. my shit. It would, I'd walk out here looking like, whoa. You have chemical burn on your top lip Can you with imagine? blonde hair. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. That would have been hilarious as hell. Walk around um, looking like I, you got your mama on your lip. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so, the fancy term for excess body hair is hirsutism. If you yes. hear that floating around, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. So, hirsutism, acne, mm-hmm. because your skin will be a little oilier. Androgen is where that's producing mm-hmm. the oil in your skin. Oily, um, yeah. That's why you tend to see young boys get acne so well, and it's a lot. And their yeah. skin is super oily. That's that androgen promoting that in the body. So, if you have acne, you break out really easily. Uh, some people kind of, I think they kind of roll it into hormonal acne. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, is that hormonal acne, well, that well, they're kind of the same. Like the hormonal ac- acne that's produced just in a normal person, because any kid going through puberty, right, a lot of them get acne. It doesn't mean that they have PCOS. Right. But if you're seeing it and the, and the shit's just not going away, Mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like you can get rid of it that's kind of your ticket yeah at that point uh and then another one is the last one under that for too much androgen male pattern baldness yes i like to so, call it female pattern baldness because you know forget that well i mean well you know why they say <laughs> it because men tend to bald a certain way yeah yeah they right tend to have that sherman yes. helmsley cut you know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you and, see a woman um, who has very, very, very little hair in the front mm-hmm. and a mustache. Stay out of her business. Stay out of her business. She is not trying to hear you. <laughs> Trust what I tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, yeah. So if you see a woman, you know, that's kind of, it might show up at first as like thinning. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of women don't completely lose all of their hair. Right. They have to, like, you know, it can grow back. Like, this is not, well, I have a double whammy. So if you know me and you've seen me in person, I did shave my head. I have two different things going on. I also have alopecia. This is mm-hmm. not that. <laughs> this is not that. Poor Ari. So, <laughs> you know, um, this is not that. <laughs> 
um, you may see thinning in yes. like a pattern. Um, mm -hmm. It could go smooth and fall out, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the follicles have fallen out and you sure. won't be able to grow your hair back. You no, could no, no, no. still have some good follicles there for sure. Yeah, you could still, for sure. So this is not along that line. Um, but that's a big one that uh, people will notice. And then the last one is the actual cysts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, so the string of pearls. ovaries, right, called yes. the string of pearls. Yeah, if you have the actual cyst and you know how you get that checked, you go and have your yearly exam. and Or if you feel pain or something and you need to go get checked out. Mm -hmm. That's how you get... That's how you get that checked out. Yes. And then you could also have enlarged ovaries under this one. Yes. Um, uh, your AMH too, your anti-malarian hormone is also uh, is associated with excess, excessive uh, antral follicles. Um, right. So you, you would get a blood, you could get a blood test um, to look at your AMH level and a high AMH level is often considered to be an accurate marker for a PCOS diagnosis. Right. So make sure if you are going to the doctor for a PCOS diagnosis that you also ask or, you know, make sure they put on your orders for your blood test um, to have them. They'll check, you know, we'll talk about what they'll check for. Um, right. But make sure that AMH is on there. Right. Mine is high as shit. Oh, yeah. So. Ours is way high. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is high as fuck. So, um, so if you have at least two of these three, mm -hmm. then it's a pretty good indicator that you may have PCOS. Of course, obviously, we are not doctors. You right. You need to see a doctor yes. to get a proper diagnosis mm -hmm. with all the blood tests and all that. You do need to visit a doctor. But yes. And you also should have other testing done before. Sure. Um, that's also very important. Um, but before you get a PCOS diagnosis, you want to make sure that your doctor checks your pro prolactin levels and your thyroid function. Right. Of course. Because um, it does run in line with, because that gets confused a lot. Yes. And they need to it check does. for androgen secreting tumors also on your thyroid. Right. Otherwise, you know, so make sure they're checking for things other than PCOS. Sure. Because it might not be that. Mm -hmm. If you have trouble with your thyroid, um, a lot of Aside from the polycystic ovaries, a lot of that is the same. Like, you'll get a lot of the same symptoms that run trouble with weight. Um, yes. You know, losing um, your hair, losing your hair, that kind of thing. Acne, uh, fa fatigue, uh, fatigue. Uh -huh, um, weight gain. <laughs> yeah. All of these things can also affect uh, our, your, I'm sorry, your thyroid can also affect a lot of this stuff. So, you, the process of elimination has to begin. Um, because the treatments for those are very different as well. So, um, so yeah, there's your, that's what it is. We don't know what it's caused by. There's a preliminary thing of how you can start the ball rolling to see if you even have it in the first place. Cause those first two things you can pretty much, you can mm -hmm. see them. Um, you know, you notice if your periods are, are irregular, yes. you notice Some, if you're acting. Yeah. Some oh, of the fuck. other, yeah, some of the other symptoms too, um, are that you get more frequent patches of fertile quality cervical fluid. 
which may or may not ultimately lead to ovulation. Mm. Um, so if you are more frequently getting cervical fluid, like when you wipe or, you know, in your underwear or what have you, Mm -hmm. um, the fertile quality would be considered stretchy, like an egg white. Like think about when you like a, how an egg white looks like if you stretch it between your fingers, like if you pick Mm -hmm. it up and like stretch it between your fingers, Mm -hmm. that is fertile quality cervical fluid. It will be Mm -hmm. clear and stretchy and it will look like egg whites. Sometimes it may may be, you know, tinged a little pink or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But most of the time it's clear, stretchy. You can put it between your fingers and like stretch it like gum. Right. Um, you'll, you will have frequent patches of that fertile quality cervical fluid, but you may not ultimately be releasing an egg. So you cannot go just on cervical fluid alone. Right. Sure. Um, yeah. And you, and you know, about half of women are also considered obese. Did we touch on how hard it is to lose weight? We're getting, we we are getting to that right <laughs> in this second, right this right moment. Right now. Hey, Ari, how long have you been trying to lose weight? My entire life. So, <laughs> whole life. So, uh, so there are four, there are four types of PCOS. Um, the first one is the most common one. This is 70%. 70% of women fit into this category. Mm. Uh, insulin resistance. Insulin resistant mm. PCOS uh, affects 70% of women. So basically what that means is you higher insulin in the body, you, with the higher insulin in the body, your cells become numb to the, what insulin is actually for. So mm-hmm. your body, so insulin gets pumped into your body, and your body's like, "Oh yeah, 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 that's just insulin, right?" Like, and hey, it girl. doesn't, and it doesn't do, and it doesn't do anything. So this causes the pancreas to pump out more insulin, so that the cells wake the fuck up and regulate your blood sugar, like it's so it's leaking into your body, and then because it's sugar. It's getting stored in your mm-hmm. body. As and what fat. does sugar? Yeah, I was gonna say, what does what does sugar turn into when it's stored in the body? Fat. <laughs> the the sugar is being stored in your body as fat because the insulin can't do its job. And because honestly, your body is numb to it. It's so cruel. It's what fucking the, wild. What and do you like, know? What a blow, dude. I just learned this. I just learned this six months ago. I had no fucking idea. I knew it was hard to lose yeah, weight. Yeah. But I didn't know why. I right. was like, okay, is this because I'm old? Like, what? So this is noticeable. So then people, women that are in this, or I should say people actually, people that are in this category will notice it you will have weight gain that sits in the abdomen area. 
Mm-hmm. It'll be in the belly area. That's where the weight gain will be prevalent. So if we've ever met in person, you'll notice that these legs are fire. Oh, she has amazing legs. <laughs> amazing legs. These legs are fire. Okay. But I'm round-ish in the middle. <laughs> so it, it's weight gain in the abdomen. Um, brain fog is also associated with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, fatigue as well, because you've got all this sugar in your body. Now, you would think that it would be used for fuel. No, there's so much of it. It's, it's too being much. Your body's stored. exhausted. It's too <laughs> much. Uh, and then the, the in, so then here's the trip. The insulin increase actually drives up the androgen in your body. So if you're hairy, you're going to be hairier. Mm-hmm. Your acne, oily skin, all of that, it's the, insul- the excess insulin is driving up the androgen, the hormone in your body, the androgen hormone in your body. So regulating the insulin in your body is extremely important when you're talking about PCOS. We'll get into that next episode, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Managing symptoms. Yeah. So that's, that's just a little tidbit for you there for that. So insulin resistance is the most common one. It's the one that's, if you have PCOS and you know it, it's the one that irritates you the most. If it's, if you think you have PCOS and this is hitting the nail, you are not by yourself. Let me Mm -hmm. tell you what, one in 10 women is a lot it's a lot. That's a lot of fucking people. It's a lot. <laughs> so you are not by yourself. I am in that camp with you. And I just figured out that I was. So, um, so that's the most common. Adrenal is the next one. It only, re- it, well, I shouldn't say only because it's still a fucking lot of people. Um, it affects about 10% mm-hmm. of people with PCOS. So this one is due to abnormal stress response. Mm. So, yes. So when, you know, because, you know, adrenals pumping out adrenaline. Mm-hmm. So when you're stressed and you're having that overproduction of that, that's where this comes. The main things about this is that tiredness, fatigue, and brain fog. These, mm. are, these are our PCOS people who... They just cannot get enough sleep. Their body is constantly in that kind of fight or flight mode. Yeah. They don't get enough rest. They have brain fog, tiredness, fatigue. They're sluggish. There's um, their, you know, daily tasks become mature. The, that three o'clock that three o'clock slump when you're at work and you just can't find mm-hmm. your life all is day. 10 times worse. <laughs> and it's all day. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. all day. Um, also your DH, your DHEA dash S. Oh yeah. Your DHEAS. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be elevated alone by itself. If you have adrenal PCOS, Mm-hmm. that is going to be elevated all by itself. You won't have any of the other stuff 
is going to be that. And that's going to tell you what type that you have. Plus the other two things that made you look in the first place. Mm-hmm. So then next is inflammatory. Uh, inflammatory PCOS, uh, chronic. This is chronic inflammation and it causes the ovaries to make excess testosterone resulting in physical symptoms and issues with ovulation. This is the second most common one. This one affects a little more uh, than um, this one is pretty this one is also pretty noticeable. Headaches, joint pain, unexplained fatigue. So you don't actually know why you're tired. Mm. <laughs> so you don't know why your body is sluggish. You don't. It, it's just, it, it feels random. Um, these people also can have issues with their skin. So eczema, because as you know, eczema is inflammation of the skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and IBS and bowel issues. Oh, yeah. So inflammation in the body with this one is a big deal. This one has probably the most physical symptoms, um, you know, because you're going to get bloating, and this this is probably someone that's kind of gassy all the time, yeah, um, and can't seem to get rid of, you know, that feeling, depending on what they're eating and stuff. Of course, um, yeah. But eczema is the other one, and I thought that was interesting. I didn't even think about that, but. Um, I was reading and eczema is, you know, associated with this one. Um, So then last, which to me is, this one's the wildest. And I think that a lot of people don't realize they don't connect the two together. Post pill PCOS. If you, and this occurs after you stop taking birth control pills. So if you were on birth control, especially if you were on birth control for a long period of time, and then you start, and the, and nothing was present. This is important. Nothing, no symptom of PCOS, general or not, was present prior to you taking the pill. If Symptoms start to show up after you stop taking it, in particular acne, irregular periods, the hirsutism, those three mainly. If any of that starts happening after you get off the pill, this is, this is your girl. Yes. Yeah. Thus, post-pill. Post-pill. So mm-hmm. um, when we jump into... Um, when next episode when we jump into managing the symptoms you'll also see that this one is this one is the best one to treat this one's the easiest good um, yeah this one is the easiest you'll it you'll find that fucking this one's better be yeah <laughs> the other three you know but this one you'll find that this one is, is easier to manage. Um, I should also mention there is no cure for PCOS. No. There is no, no cure. There is no cure. It is it's not fatal. 
It is not fatal. It is not life-threatening. Um, uh, you can live just fine. Mm-hmm. There are um, some risks of, you know, long-term health yes. concerns. Yes. Um, some of those are, you know, your insulin resistance. So type 2 diabetes is a threat. Yep. Metabolic syndrome. Mm-hmm. high blood pressure, heart disease, mm-hmm. and different kinds of cancer like endometrial breast and ovarian, typically mm-hmm. hormone-associated. Um, sure. So make sure you stay on top of your health. See your doctor. Yeah. Stay on top of your doctor because they don't know you like you know you. Right. And they only know what they're taught. And a lot right. of times, a lot of times obstetricians just are not taught about the endocrinology because there's a specialist for that. Sure. My, that's my, my soapbox moment. My <laughs> suggestion. I, I, I've been seeking one out, but I, I'm, I don't think that I'm going to be able to do it right now at this time because of the cost of it. But mm. um, if you have the opportunity and the um, availability to see a functional medicine doctor. Yeah. That's who you really want because they get to, they get to run tests and and do different things that quote unquote normal doctors don't do. They're really holistic, like really very much so practice from the whole body perspective very much so and the i called i i got on a kick a couple weeks ago and i called some functional medicine doctors um i did um not they were all in orange county because i had a feeling that that's where they'd be um but i called a bunch of them just to get a feel for because i know that my my insurance does not cover that that's why i say there's a cost Yes, um, right. My, because they don't deal with insurance. But here in California, we have what's called a super bill. We do and, too here. Do you? Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, if your state, because I know, now I know that uh, there is a state that doesn't. I want to say that was Colorado, I call it. Um, if your state has what's called a super bill, um, your insurance might take that. So what happens is you can go and see a doctor that's out of network and they provide you a super bill and you turn that into your uh, insurance company. And after your deductible is paid, then they start to cover whatever percentage it is of, of what you're getting. Mm-hmm. So, um, but still, my deductible is... <laughs> My deductible is an amount that I oh. would never get to in a million years because I'm a generally healthy person. Yeah, mine like is I, very, very high. Mine is high as hell. Um, but I called them and, and, and they said, yeah, uh, one of them, their first visit is 500 bucks. Yeah, $495. Nothing and then bad. after that, each visit after that is like 175 Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, the one that I follow on Instagram because she can take patients out of state because she'll do it teledoc style. Um, 
her first visit is six something, six hundred dollars. And I was just like, oh my god! And the and I robbery. I wanted the one lady, the one lady that charges four ninety five. I really wanted to go to her because I explained to her what what was going on and what I was investigating for. And she said, oh, yeah, that's half my patient load. Half my patient load has PCOS. And what I do is I take a mouth swab Mm. and I send it to somewhere. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. Like, that's all I could think of was, oh, man, that sounds like she's going to get down to some nitty gritty that I've never heard before. But be damned if it's $500 a pot. Like, yeah, that's just not sustainable. It's not. I mean, it's sustainable for her. Right, <laughs> right. And she and I'm and I'm 100% sure that she knows what she's doing. Right. I'm sure she's worth it, but ouch. Yeah, but shit. I'm one person. I am a one single person. Mm-hmm. Pete, move your ass. I mean, come on, Pete. What are you waiting for? It's getting obnoxious like, at this point. Your wife is out here trying to get this shit together. <laughs> She is all <laughs> together and ready for you. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Um, but yeah, uh, you definitely want to keep on top of your doctor. Find the best doctor that you can. I have changed doctors three times. Um, because I and decided study, I'm, study, study. Yeah, read. You know, read what you can. Do what. Do what. You know, do what you can. I made a commitment to myself to take care of myself last November. And we're coming up on a year now. And while I've gained, you know, insight and all that stuff about what I need, I, you know, I have to. You're still in the same place. I'm still going. Yeah. I'm still going. Most of it's mental because we'll talk about this next episode uh, about the management part of it. Um, Food comes into play. Exercise comes into play. and, And it's, it's. Not that I'm not used to either of those things, but the cha- some of the changes that might be necessary can be difficult. Yes. For people. It can be difficult. It's very, very hard. It is. So, it is so hard. That's something you have to get your brain wrapped around and not let your doctor push you around. Because right. telling you to lose weight means nothing. It doesn't mean anything when you have insulin-resistant PCOS. I have seen PCOS patients and people who are not overweight, like the lady at my laser place. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it uh, a couple weeks ago. She was like, I have PCOS too. I said, really? She's a teeny tiny little person. She's mm-hmm. short and she's little, and, but her, her PC, she's got a different kind. Right. She's got a different kind, but she did get the hirsutism. She got it lasered off like I do. Uh-huh. So, yeah, she got the hirsutism, but she might not be insulin resistant. So, you have to, you just have to, don't, don't lose your hope. Keep it pushed. There's lots of resources. It's amazing what Instagram does. Yes. Instagram has put me in contact with a lot of people. And, and TikTok. All kinds of stuff. I'm not even, should I make, just make a fucking TikTok? See, here's the thing. I like to scroll TikTok. I don't want to be on it. I've never been on it. I've never downloaded it. TikTok is generally like what you watch, they will show you. And so like if you watch videos of like 
lots of giggling babies. That's what they're going to show you. Oh, that sounds like me. I love giggling babies. Yeah. So, TikTok, at least for now, has a pretty positive algorithm. Okay, good. It's not like fucking Mark Zuckerberg and the devil. I don't have time for that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't have time. No. No. We're not going there. That's not a frequency I'm going to jump in. So, yeah. Next. Next. Out. I'm not doing it. Uh, you, we're so, not going there. You can't make no, me. Uh-uh. No, baby. I don't jump in there. <laughs> um, uh, so, I think, Lord. Ooh, no, I'm not. Okay. So, that's all we have for you for this episode, friends. Right. This is uh, part one of the this, PCOS thing. So. This is, what is PCOS? And do I have it? Right. So, next episode we're going to talk about getting a diagnosis uh-huh. managing your symptoms uh-huh. um, how to get pregnant uh-huh. and things like that stuff like that uh, yeah. we'll have all kinds of goodies for you I've got some supplements that I can tell you guys about I've got yes I've uh, got some exercise and food we've got all kinds stuff. of crunchy yeah. stuff coming your way yeah so until so stay tuned come until back until we see ya you're getting two episodes from us this week, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, we're going to release another one in a couple of days. So, yeah. you know, if you're not interested, sorry about it. If you no, are I interested. Mean, don't just tell you. Yeah. If you're not interested, we'll see you next week. Yeah. We'll see you next week. No problem. All, All right. Good. We'll see you in a couple of days, friends. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Can of Queens podcast. We appreciate you listening. Go ahead and subscribe so you'll know when the next episode drops. And while you're at it, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at Can of Queens podcast. And we'll see you on the next one.